Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Are you being influenced? Well, if you watched the blockbuster film in the last decade, well, then there's a chance it has been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. Now, in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, well, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free when you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. And welcome back to the Sean Hannity Show. I'm Greg Jarrett filling in for Sean. He's taking a couple of days off. Uh, I'm a frequent guest on this program, and I hope you'll uh, pick up my new book, The Constitution of the United States and Other Patriotic Documents, available in bookstores nationwide, or you can order it online, have it delivered the next day. Um. So you've probably heard the news. Maine's Democratic Secretary of State, Sheena Bellows is her name, has removed former President Donald Trump from the state's presidential primary ballot. She did so under her interpretation of the Constitution's insurrection clause under the 14th Amendment. In other words, she mangled the law and contorted the facts to unilaterally decide this on her own. And of course, it follows a ruling earlier this month by the Colorado Supreme Court that also booted Trump from the ballot there under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, the same insurrection clause. So here is Maine Secretary of State Sheena Bellows explaining herself. Uh, It's a very detailed decision. Uh, We lay out uh, why under Maine law, the Secretary of State has the authority, indeed the obligation. I'm duty bound to make this determination. Uh, we also, I rather, um, laid out that the record demonstrates that, in fact, the events of January 6, 2021, which were unprecedented and tragic, uh, were an insurrection uh, in the meaning of Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. And finally, uh, in reviewing the facts presented, the evidence the law, the history, um, we determined uh, under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment that Mr. Trump engaged in insurrection and therefore was disqualified. So that's the main Secretary of State, Sheena Bellows. Um, 
elected by Democrats in the state legislature. Now, bear in mind, she's not a lawyer. She's not a constitutional expert. This is her interpretation of the 14th Amendment to the Constitution. And she had no access to relevant evidence, either incriminating or exculpatory. She simply, by fiat, decided that she's going to decide who's the next president of the United States and booting Trump from the ballot. You got, you got to admire her, her chutzpah for, for making a decision like that. Joining me now uh, to talk about it is Brett Tolman, is a former federal prosecutor. He is a lawyer, ladies and gentlemen. He knows a thing or two about the Constitution, unlike Sheena Bellows. He served as the U.S. Attorney for the state of Utah. So, Brett, thanks for taking the time. Michigan, Minnesota, New Hampshire have rejected this crazy idea of removing Trump from the ballot. Colorado and Maine did the opposite. They've kicked Trump off the presidential ballot. The Republican Party in Colorado has already appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court two days ago. I read their brief. It's well argued. Isn't this a case that the high court really has to take? It's too important to ignore. Yeah, Greg, thanks for having me on. It's it's quite stunning, actually, to talk about, uh, you know, what the Secretary of State in Maine decided to do. And it's it's fascinating to me because she's right. She does have authority. She has authority to determine if someone is 35 years of age, lived here for 14 years, and is a natural-born citizen. And that's the authority she has, and there's a reason why it's a simple check-your-box type of authority to see if someone is a legitimate candidate or not for president. Those are the only requirements. Doesn't matter if he's been convicted of a felony. Doesn't matter if there's accusations that he he did was inappropriate on January 6th and encouraged what happened. There aren't any findings here. And you can't, as the Secretary of State, expand your role to anything more than procedural. And that's what she's done. So the Supreme Court is probably now, you know, was anticipating it would be dealing with factual analysis and reasoning, legal reasoning is now um, faced with the challenge of jumping inside the head of a secretary of state who's expanded her authority and by fiat, as you said, decided these things based on um, no access to any of the evidence or any reasoning of the law behind it. You know, if I were uh, sitting on the high court wearing a black robe, I'd probably in one line say that Sheena Bellows, secretary of state in Maine, is not competent to make this decision uh you know look under the guise of protecting democracy colorado and maine both are actually undermining the most fundamental right of democracy that is the right to vote for the candidate of their choice it is enshrined in our constitution and to accomplish their nefarious goal of what is in essence ballot rigging These Democrat-controlled states are bastardizing Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, the Insurrection Clause. Trump hasn't been charged or tried or convicted of insurrection. Why? Because the facts and evidence don't support it. If there was evidence supporting insurrection, he would have been charged. 
So by announcing unilaterally that he's guilty of insurrection, aren't these states, Brett, blatantly violating that same amendment depriving Trump of his due process rights guaranteed by the 14th Amendment? Well, that's right. And and what we have is we have a situation that's very grim. It's 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 comical in its absurdity, but in its effect, it can be quite damaging to our country. There is no question that under the same rationale being used by this Secretary of State and by Michigan Supreme Court um, or Colorado, excuse me, that it, it, it there is no question that the same rationale could be used against the lack of effort by President Biden to secure our border and allowing an, an infiltration of, of enemy state in, uh, citizens into this country. There's no question you could you could use the same rationale. But none of us on, on the conservative side would encourage or, or, or would accept that sort of bastardization of what the law is but but the left doesn't care about that greg because the left long ago has indicated that they are willing to set aside the rule of law they'll do executive orders when they know they'll get reversed they'll issue policies coming from regulatory bodies that they know will get reversed and thank goodness we have the supreme court that's there and ready and has to be you know you know so sensitive to the 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 use of power and in a way that is damaging everything they accuse the right of doing and donald trump included they are doing themselves. And and this last point, Greg, they needed a conviction or charge at least on insurrection. It wasn't done. They couldn't get a grand jury to do it. They don't have a conviction from Jack Smith or any of the others. So now they're desperate, and the Secretary of the State are stepping up to do it because they don't care about the rule of law. You know, this is the stuff of tyrants and dictators. I mean, this is what Vladimir Putin did. He put his main political opponent, Nalvani, in a gulag in the Arctic, where where he remains to this day. Uh, you know, are we really going to go down that road? But the other part of the equation, Brett, in addition to, to totally contorting the insurrection clause, is that the Colorado and Maine are both ignoring the plain meaning of the 14th Amendment. It spells out the specific officers that can be disqualified. It says only representatives, senators, and electors. It doesn't say president. President is not included for a very good reason. He holds a uniquely singular position as chief executive. He takes an oath that's different and separate from the officers of the United States oath. So these states are writing in a key word that doesn't exist in the amendment for the sole purpose of excluding Donald Trump, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And, and in fact, this is the very heart of what I think the Supreme Court, you, you nailed it, what the Supreme Court is going to do. The Supreme Court is going to say, is going to give clarity that this is not an appointed officer's position. And the reason is that they don't want to include president, presidential elections in, in that, those that are running for president, is because they want this to be a president elected by the people. And if the people 
choose somebody who might have been, you know, on the wrong side of a political issue or not, but they, that he can muster the votes, then that is who will govern as president of the United States. And they, they foresaw that just as they foresaw that they shouldn't make it um, a, 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 you know, you shouldn't eliminate a candidate if he has a, a felony. They did that on purpose because they knew that the executive branch would be in charge of charging people. And what did we see? We see Joe Biden now. There's revelations that he had more conversations with Merrick Garland and those in DOJ and wanted DOJ to go after his political enemy. So we are living in a time in which all rules are thrown aside. Facts don't matter. The law doesn't matter right now. They have to maintain all of this power. And why? They're afraid Trump is going to win. Speaking of ignoring the law, let me switch subjects. Uh, Jack Smith, a special counsel, latest court filing in the Washington, D.C. prosecution of Donald Trump for allegedly attempting to overturn the election results, was given to the trial court judge on Wednesday. Smith wants to silence Donald Trump from arguing that the case against him is politically motivated and selective prosecution which, by the way, is an affirmative procedural defense that would negate the charges. It's ironic, isn't it, Brett, that the special counsel is accusing Trump of injecting politics into a case that already reeks of partisan politics. Yeah, this is no different than... You know, me as a federal prosecutor running into the courtroom on a bank robbery case and, and asking the judge to not allow evidence of an alibi on the defense that the defense yeah. has. <laughs> I mean, this this is that level of absurdity, and it's embarrassing, but at the same time, he has a judge that he knows he can get away with these kind of things, and, and so he's pushing the envelope. Yeah, I mean, Smith wants to be both prosecutor and defense attorney in the same case depriving Trump of presenting a defense of his own choosing. Shouldn't Donald Trump be permitted to present a full picture of what happened on January 6th? I mean, isn't that sort of fundamental? Yes, and and I'm not aware of any rule of evidence. And you and I both, you know, we've studied those. We've had to deal with those. There's not a rule of evidence out there that doesn't allow for the defendant to actually attack the government for their motivation on their bias in bringing a case. That's just, that's a staple of, of, of defense to show a jury that the government has been jaded by something so significantly that they have ignored facts and the law. And so you should rule in favor of the defendant. That's that's sacrosanct to defending an individual who's been accused of a crime. Well, this is exactly this, the sort of antics that got Jack Smith roundly spanked unanimously by the U.S. Supreme Court in the Governor Bob McDonald case in Virginia. The guy doesn't learn from his own errors. Um, Brett Tolman, thanks so much for being with us. Former federal prosecutor, former U.S. attorney for Utah. Appreciate it. We're going to pause, take a quick break. I'm Greg Jarrett filling in for Sean Hannity on the Sean Hannity Show. We'll be right back. All right, I want you to meet Kelsey. Now, when she found out she was pregnant, well, she wasn't really sure where to turn, but after meeting with counselors at Preborn Network Clinics, well, guess what? They loved her, they supported her, and they gave her a free 4D ultrasound for her to actually hear her baby's heartbeat. When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son. 
who is now five years old today. He's amazing. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him. Can you help out this great mission of preborn and maybe even in a big way? Every donation is tax deductible. They don't get a penny from the federal government like Planned Parenthood. They rely on people that believe in the sanctity of life and people in the pro-life community. Now to donate, just dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or just go to their website, preborn.com slash Sean. That's preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. On a calm October night, Michael and his wife, they were just out for a walk in their neighborhood when their life got flipped upside down, or just like yours could be. Now, Michael was attacked by a homeless woman who stabbed him multiple times before he was able to restrain her and waited for law enforcement to arrive. But what happens next is why our partners at the USCCA exist. Now, while Michael was in the hospital, a detective literally charged him with assault. Now, this is the new America that we're living in. Luckily, Michael was a USCCA member just like me. He used his training, his education, and his self-defense liability insurance to stay out of jail and save his family from potential bankruptcy. If you want to learn proven ways to deter criminals, defend your family, avoid legal trouble, just go to uscca.com slash Hannity right now. You'll put in your email. You'll get a free guide put together by the USCCA and the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to uscca.com slash Hannity today. All right, I want you to meet Kelsey. Now, when she found out she was pregnant, well, she wasn't really sure where to turn, but after meeting with counselors at Preborn Network Clinics, well, guess what? They loved her, they supported her, and they gave her a free 4D ultrasound for her to actually hear her baby's heartbeat. When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son, who is now five years old today. He's amazing. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him. Can you help out this great mission of preborn and maybe even in a big way? Every donation is tax deductible. They don't get a penny from the federal government like Planned Parenthood. They rely on people that believe in the sanctity of life and people in the pro-life community. Now to donate, just dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or just go to their website, preborn.com slash Sean. That's preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. 
Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. On a calm October night, Michael and his wife, they were just out for a walk in their neighborhood when their life got flipped upside down or just like yours could be. Now, Michael was attacked by a homeless woman who stabbed him multiple times before he was able to restrain her and waited for law enforcement to arrive. But what happens next is why our partners at the USCCA exist. Now, while Michael was in the hospital, a detective literally charged him with assault. Now, this is the new America that we're living in. Luckily, Michael was a USCCA member just like me. He used his training, his education, and his self-defense liability insurance to stay out of jail and save his family from potential bankruptcy. If you want to learn proven ways to deter criminals, defend your family, avoid legal trouble, just go to uscca.com slash Hannity right now. You'll put in your email. You'll get a free guide put together by the USCCA and the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to uscca.com slash Hannity today. Welcome back to the Sean Hannity Show. I'm Greg Jarrett. We're talking about, um, you know, this decision uh, this screwball decision by the Secretary of State in Maine, uh, a Democrat elected by the legislature, to unilaterally kick Donald Trump off the presidential primary ballot in the state of Maine. Uh, joining us now uh, on our phone lines is Stan from Washington State. Hey, Stan, how are you? Happy New Year. Hey, thank, thanks for taking my call. Hello? Yeah, do you have a question or comment? Yes, sir. Yeah, my question is, in the main decision, the last paragraph says that she will suspend implementing the decision pending appeal. Right. And that's basically the same thing the Colorado court did. So in reporting that Trump is off the ballot, is that not incorrect? I mean, that's an incorrect re- uh, reporting, isn't it? That he's not officially off the ballot until the Superior Court says he's off the ballot. And all these news agencies that are reporting he's off the ballot are actually reporting wrong well it's a contingency depending upon uh whether the supreme court takes the case or lets the lower court uh well in this case the colorado supreme court um stand without you know making a move so it's a contingent uh decision but my my question so the, the second part of my question would be but everybody's hearing he's off the ballot and if words mean things and because the Democrats and the news media control the narrative, that's all they're going to hear is that he's off Colorado ballot, he's off Maine ballot. There's possibly 20 other states that are going to try and do yeah. something like that. Well, look, the decision is firm until it's executed, depending upon the contingency. And so, yeah, I mean, I suppose you could argue that it's not being fully reported accurately. Um So, Stan, thanks for giving us a call. We're going to take another break. We'll be right back. More of the Sean Hannity Show. I'm Greg Jarrett filling in. And welcome back to the Sean Hannity Show. I'm Greg Jarrett filling in for Sean. I'm a Fox News legal analyst and author of the new book, 
just came out last month called The Constitution of the United States and Other Patriotic Documents. These are truly the most important speeches, addresses, letters, uh, historic documents, 65 different ones uh, throughout more than uh, two centuries of America's great history. And I hope you'll pick it up in uh, the bookstore nearest you or you can order it online. You can follow me on X, formerly Twitter, at Greg Jarrett. Also, check out my website where you can listen to my podcast called The Brief. The website is thegregjarrett.com. We've been talking about the decision uh, by the state of Maine following Colorado to kick Donald Trump off the ballot. In the state of Michigan, though, the Supreme Court ruled just the opposite, that Donald Trump indeed belongs on the presidential ballot. I want to turn now to my friend and colleague, one of the great investigative reporters in America, John Solomon, who is editor-in-chief of Just the News. It's a website you've got to begin every day uh, by reading. It has really the most important news and insight of the day. And John is also host of Just News, Not Noise. you got to check it out. So, John, thanks for taking a few minutes. Uh, Happy New Year to you and your family Uh, You did an interview with former President Donald Trump right after the Michigan Supreme Court ruled that he should be on the presidential ballot. What did uh, Donald Trump tell you? Well, he said, listen, that uh, it was expected that anyone who looks at the law realizes that he can't be uh, kicked off the ballot if he meets all the criteria and that it would leave uh, states who kick him off like Colorado to be a laughingstock and embarrassment to the whole world. America used to be the democracy, the constitutional republic that other countries looked toward as a beacon of hope and the uh, the shining light of fairness in politics. And he worries that things like uh, what has happened in Colorado, now Maine, uh, will tarnish that legacy, will will discourage other countries who are looking to adopt democracy or uh, a constitutional republic. Uh, They'll see what's going on in America saying, that's not what America is about. We don't want to do that anymore. So I think he really saw it in a global sense. Uh, he feels very confident it will be reversed, and he's not alone. A lot, most of the legal experts I've talked to over the last week, uh, starting with Colorado, continuing last night to Maine, said that there are many clear avenues of an attack that the United States Supreme Court almost certainly will reverse these decisions that are now in Colorado and uh, Maine. And I think most importantly, when people look at the amendment, the 14th Amendment that's being invoked here, the last line of the amendment is pretty clear. It says that Congress, and only Congress, has the right to enforce the provisions of his amendment. Uh, that, I think, is going to become a major point of contention that says, hey, states like Colorado, your Supreme Court, and uh, the uh, uh, appointed Democrat uh, Secretary of State of Maine, you don't have the right under this amendment to make the determination. So I think a lot of people are thinking this is going to get reversed, and they hope it happens quickly. Uh, but President Trump seemed pretty confident he would win, and he was more worried about America's reputation on the global stage. Yeah, I, because we look like such a banana republic for, for doing this sort of thing. The, the, the upside for Trump is that every time Democrats pull something like this, it, it just angers a lot of voters, a lot of citizens who say to themselves, wait a minute. You're going to deprive me of my constitutional right in a uh, democracy to choose uh, 
who should be president? That we're going to leave this to four Democrats on the uh, Supreme Court in Colorado and a and a liberal Democrat Secretary of State in Maine to decide who should be president? I mean, and every time this happens, support for Trump seems to go up in the polls, doesn't it? It does, yeah. I mean, some people talk about this as the Nelson Mandela effect. Of course, very different circumstances, different country, different time frame. But there is this general feeling that in politics, voters should get to decide and not uh, judges and unelected bureaucrats. And I think that that is building this concept that between Jack Smith and his prosecutions, the Georgia prosecution with Bonnie Willis, uh, and now these efforts to disqualify him from the ballot, that something very un-American is going on. That Instead of trusting the American people to make their choice for president, there is a power structure, an elite elite power structure in America that's trying to make the decision for the American people, and it doesn't feel right, and it's engendering sympathy for Donald Trump. Donald Trump, on his own, isn't very sympathetic. He's brash, he's tough, he prides himself with his confidence and his toughness, but uh, somehow Democrats have made him very sympathetic, starting with the mugshot and continuing through today, and I think it is backfiring on Democrats. I've talked to a lot of Democrats who privately say, my God, I wish we would just stop this. We're making it easier and easier for Trump to win. <laughs> With Democrats, I think, internally are having that conversation like, boy, hey, how much further can we make this easy for Trump? Yeah, I mean, every stupid move, like trying to kick him off the ballot, every indictment solidifies uh, and grows support for, for Donald Trump. People see him as a victim of dirty politics by Democrats. Yeah. Um, now... There's this other element, too, Greg, that, I, you know, when you talk to pollsters, there's also this curiosity, like, why are so many people in Washington, which no one likes them in Washington, everybody who lives outside of D.C. doesn't like or trust Washington, why are so many people in Washington trying to keep Donald Trump off the ballot? And it's actually created this level of intrigue, like, hmm, maybe he's up to something good, because the rascals I don't like in Washington seem to want to get rid of him. <laughs> you know, that's an excellent point. That's a, that's a great point. Um, John, you also spoke with Donald Trump about the latest court filing from special counsel Jack Smith, in which, uh, you know, the special counsel asked the Washington, D.C. judge, who's hyper biased, to prevent Trump from arguing in court that he's the victim of selective prosecution and to prevent him from, quote, uh, injecting partisan political attacks into the case. Yeah. Uh, specifically, you know, Smith, Smith wants to preclude any evidence of security and intelligence failures by the Capitol Police, other D.C. officials that allow the riot to unfold. But, John, isn't it true, as you've reported in depth, that there is documentary and testimonial evidence that those failures occurred? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, starting with uh, Congressman Rodney Davis a year ago and continuing this year, uh, was Congressman Loudermilk, the chairman of the House Administration's Oversight Subcommittee. Really strong evidence has emerged, and it's documentary evidence. It's testimonial evidence. It's contemporaneous documents. What does it show? It shows Capitol Police made several blunders, beginning with the fact that their own intelligence division uh, knew that there were very serious, actionable intelligence suggesting that January 6th is going to be violent. They didn't pass that up the chain that the proper security uh, posture could be set up that day. Secondly, uh, the Capitol Police chief wanted uh, the National Guard to be there. He was turned down by the Capitol Police Board, which reported at that time to Nancy Pelosi. But even more importantly, uh, you see the Pentagon offered 
on January 3rd, there is a Capitol Police document. I'm one of the few reporters who've been able to get this. Capitol Police timeline clearly shows that on January 3rd, that uh, the uh, Pentagon, the Trump Pentagon, called the Capitol Police and said, don't you want the National Guard? If so, let us know. We want to send it to you. So they actually took the initiative to try to convince Capitol Police to take uh, the National Guard. The Capitol Police wanted it. The Nancy Pelosi political infrastructure in the Capitol turned it down. And, and you take those two episodes, and you, you uh, I've asked almost every security expert who's looked at all the new evidence, was January 6th preventable? And uh, the answer is yes. If the intelligence had been acted on, if the security posture had been changed, if the riot gear had been accessible instead of locked in a bus that no one could find the keys for, if um, the National Guard had been deployed, almost certainly the Capitol wouldn't have been overrun. That's what the experts say, including the police chief who uh, presided that day, Stephen Sun, who came on my TV show and radio show recently and said, January 6th, but now, we now know it was a preventable episode. Donald Trump wants to be able to posit that and say, listen, I tried to tell people to go there peacefully. The Capitol Police got overrun, not because of my words and actions, but because of the incompetence of the security structure. And Jack Smith says, I don't want to let the president go there. I don't want that let that potentially exculpatory evidence ever reach the jury. So, so Smith, as special counsel, doesn't want the jury to see the full picture of what happened on January 6th in his prosecution of Trump over January 6th. He specifically states he doesn't want any of the security failure issues to be brought before the jury. He thinks it's prejudicial. A lot of people say, well, that's exculpatory. That's Brady evidence. That's something that in our court system we always allow defendants to bring to their defense and put before the jury. Jack Smith says, I don't want any of that. I consider that to be politics. It's going to be very interesting. Jack Smith has a lot of issues to litigate. Uh, the evidence will become later. I think the immunity issues are first and the free speech issues are first. But at some point, uh, these issues of what he's trying to do, the trial system, what he's trying to keep to the jury, not only are going to be interesting to the appellate court and the Supreme Court potentially, it's another example that reinforces in a lot of everyday Americans' minds something weird going on. We always let defendants put on exculpatory evidence. Why don't they want Donald Trump to yeah. put on an exculpatory defense? Because... Smith wants to really skip the trial or have just sort of a nominal trial and move right to the hanging. You know, I mean, that's that's what uh, special counsel Jack Smith is all about. And it's one of the reasons why the U.S. Supreme Court um, unanimously overturned his prosecution of Governor Bob McDonald. But it was too late. I mean, Smith single handedly ruined the life of Bob McDonald financially, yeah. personally, it, politically. Yeah, he was a guy on the, a lot of people's shortlist, maybe a VP candidate someday. Some people saw him as a presidential candidate. He had the military background, the successful record in Virginia, and Jack Smith took him out, and, and never he never recovered politically, even though he ultimately uh, had his innocence reestablished. But uh, this is the sort of concern that when we talk about weaponization of the Justice Department, and, you know, it's sort of become a political term now, and people glaze, their eyes glaze over depending on what side of the political you are on, but this is the sort of consequences. We're driving people who could be future leaders of the country out on, on charges that don't stand up, that don't hold up. It happened to Eric Greitens in Missouri. He got kicked out as governor, and it turned out the entire case brought by a Soros-funded prosecutor. The evidence never existed as charged in the indictment. That got reversed, and the prosecutor ultimately got punished, but Eric Greitens never recovered politically either. The choices that Americans are having 
to, for their political leaders are being thwarted, are being shrunk by a political elite establishment in the Justice Department and in these local prosecutors. And I think that's why Americans are so concerned. That's what weaponization ultimately does. It thwarts Americans from making the choices they want to make for elections and their political leadership. Yeah, and and so you've got unscrupulous, unprincipled prosecutors who are more than willing to has they won't hesitate uh, to manipulate the law and contort the facts to achieve the prosecutorial goal that they want, regardless of innocence. I mean, that's that's really what's going on here. I had uh, a just recently retired FBI agent who worked a couple of cases uh, in the sphere, including Russia collusion, say to me that what concerned him more than anything was that winning mattered more than the fair administration of justice, and that all of the sayings inscripted on the building at the Justice Department, all of the principles enshrined in the Constitution, were being thrown aside just to score political wins, and instead it turned his stomach. Yeah. He just couldn't be part of that operation anymore. It is the duty of a prosecutor to see that justice is done, not to rack up a prosecutorial win. John Solomon, Just the News. John, thanks so much. Have a happy new year. We'll be right back. Immigration, jobs, health care. The news you care about is right here. Watch is on. You know, most people, they have no idea there's an invisible gap in their home's protection. Now, your home, your equity is at risk. This invisible threat is house stealing from FBI crime stories. And I quote, con artists, they pick a house. It can be a vacation home, a rental property or the home someone is living in right now. They transfer the deed of the house into their name by obtaining the forms. They use fake IDs, filing the paperwork with proper authorities. Guess what? They steal your home, end quote. Now, once this step is complete, they take out loans using your home as collateral. They can even sell your home. You need to protect your home from this invisible gap. Check on your home's title right now when you go to HomeTitleLock.com. Be sure to use the promo code SEAN, that's S-E-A-N, and they will send you a complete title scan of your home's title. And your first 30 days of triple lock title protection is absolutely free. HomeTitleLock.com, HomeTitleLock.com, promo code SEAN. Jared filling in for Sean. Let's go directly to our phone lines. Uh, Joining us from Virginia is Jim. Jim, um, you know, happy new year and thanks for being with us. We got about a minute here, so you got to be quick. What's your question or comment? Thank you, Greg. And uh, great topics today. I always appreciate your legal insight. I'm a fellow lawyer and I always agree with you, so uh, that's good. <laughs> uh, just wondered, in the Alvin Bragg case, one of one of the earliest uh, examples of prosecutorial abuse, uh, where the you know New York uh, City District Attorney brought uh, state criminal charges on a civil matter, tried to bootstrap federal charges, but Governor DeSantis of Florida immediately said he would not cooperate in any extradition proceedings. And I've always thought that the Trump legal team and Trump... Uh, should have fought extradition, and it would have got that case elevated to federal court immediately, maybe a, a decision on uh, jurisdiction, standing, those sorts of things. And But, but Trump uh, waived extradition and, uh, you know, appeared in court, 
and and now you've got it starting at the lowest level. It's going to have to work its way up. But I just I just always yeah. What's your thought about that? Hey, listen, you're making a great procedural point. Uh, he could have done that, but I think he looked at the larger picture and that I, it, it would appear to be to voters that he you know he's he doesn't want to face the charges, and I think he does because he knows those charges are completely bogus, and they are. I'm Greg Jarrett, filling in for Sean Hannity on The Sean Hannity Show. We'll be right back. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now, you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But... We all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the Burner Less Lethal Pistol Launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.